Welcome to It Is Always Now with Marty Long. Get ready to open up and let true joy into your life. Join Marty for conversations about inclusivity and respect, the importance of curiosity, and making change happen. Your journey of exploration and discovery into the greater world around us begins now. Here's Marty. Greetings. My name is Marty Long. My goal is to encourage you to awaken your curiosity. Curiosity is what keeps us seeking and finding truth and lasting joy. I'm going to start with something Jesus said in Matthew 19, 14, taken from my favorite version of the Bible, The Voice. Let the little children come to me. Do not get in their way. For the kingdom of heaven, a.k.a. the next life, belongs to children like these. But why? The way I see it is because children just naturally possess all of the attributes that allow them to have an open heart and mind. If you listened to my last podcast, it ended with the thought that the reason so many are not able to make a meaningful connection with the eternal is that they make it too complicated. They miss the whole point. Children do not make things complicated. They embrace the joy. They live in the moment. They always want to help. If they see someone sad, they want to comfort them. To further set the stage, the assumption here is that your inner child needs your permission to come out and play. The word enliven comes to mind, to which Webster says, to give life, action, or spirit to, in all capital letters, A-N-I-M-A-T-E, animate. It seems that for many, their inner child is up in the attic, gathering dust and withering away. The idea here is to dust that child off and bring them into your heart. And let me just say this. If you don't have a lot of happy childhood memories, well, rescue that inner child from the attic and together relive it the way it should have been. What do you think? We often say, stop and smell the roses. But it seems like we have to put that on our to-do list or we forget to do it. Not much of an exaggeration, I fear. And you see my point? How many times a day do you stop and think to yourself, I really must go out and smell some roses? Which, of course, is a euphemism for things like, Take a quick five-minute walk and let your mind go neutral. Pick up your go-to book and read a few pages. Find a little spark of happy. Cheer up a colleague who looks like they're having a bad day. Or have a cup of coffee or glass of wine with a friend. In other words, get outside of yourself, your routine, your obligations. Clear your head and feel the joy. Children get so excited about the little things. They don't have to stop and smell the roses. It just comes naturally. 
Some of us are actually embarrassed if we get a little too excited about something as inconsequential as a rose. Or we tell ourselves we do not have time for such silly things. We talk about and write about joy and happiness. We read books about it. And then we're reluctant or afraid, or maybe we just don't know how to be joyful and happy. That is sad. So we must nurture, awaken, animate our inner child. A good place to start? Well, make a point of letting go and really enjoying something new. Something you would normally think only a child would do. Maybe go to Michael's and buy some paints and paint a picture. Or get one of those little kits and grow a chia garden. You don't have to tell anyone. Just enjoy some fun time with your inner child. We have this wonderful shop here in Kingwood called the Mud Pie Company. They have hundreds of raw pottery pieces in rainbow colors for glazes. You pick your piece and start painting. They fire it and voila, you have a memory. Now on the surface, I think the assumption is this is for children. But there are plenty of adults there, too. I find that going in, picking a piece and some colors, and soon my inner child takes over. So here are some more of the attributes that we can learn from children. They're uncomplicated. Remember the K-I-S-S thing? To repeat, people miss out on that connection with the eternal because they make it so complicated and they miss the point altogether. Children are curious. They have a desire to investigate and learn. They zero in on the tiniest things, a rock, a pretty flower, a little lizard, some random object they haven't noticed before. They're excitable. Think Christmas morning. And they're unafraid to ask questions. As you may already know, my father was a teacher, and I can remember riding in the car and asking my father so many questions. He was very patient, but after, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 minutes, he would say something like, I think that's enough questions for right now, don't you? He said it in such a nice way, I didn't pick up on the fact that he probably was thinking, I can't stand to hear another question. But my inner child was very happy. A few more words from Webster. Eager. An impatient desire. Show emotion. A conscious mental reaction. You know, let yourself feel the excitement. Unabashed unashamed, unapologetic, don't care what others think, I'm doing it. Do you remember who Annie Rooney was? I'm sorry, Andy Rooney was. He was the closer on 60 Minutes for years. Here are a few of his wise and wonderful observations. I've learned that you should never say no to a gift from a child. 
And for this, I have a picture of a small child holding a flower. Another from Andy. I've learned that it's those small daily happenings that make life so spectacular. So I challenge myself. What small daily things can I think of in my life? A special flower in the garden that opens up is an example. A few years ago, I planted quite a few bulbs, and for some reason last summer, only one of them was there to come to life. First, there was this long green stem with some nice leaves on it, and then two little buds appeared, and eventually they opened up, and it was two twin lilies that were so beautiful. I believe they did that twice last summer, and it was the anticipation that it might do it again, and then the pure pleasure of just looking at those delicate, beautiful flowers. Or a friend calls, or I take time to call a friend, or I should. How many times do I think, oh, I should call this person. I haven't talked to them for a long time, but I'm busy right now. I'll do it later. And, well, I pretty much never do it. Or it's a cloudy day, and suddenly the sun breaks through, and a ray of light comes into the room where you're sitting. You enjoy it. It's a special moment. Or I have an epiphany. And I take a few minutes to ponder it. Hit the pause button if you want and think of a few examples of your own. Maybe even jot them down. Memories are such a great way to play with your inner child. Personally, I love to make picture books. You know, you take pictures, you arrange them on a screen in the app you are using, add a few words, and you have a memory book. I have quite a collection for trips, a special year, a small one for a special memory I want to keep fresh. I can pick one of those up and invite my inner child to join me and relive those special moments. Here's another quote from my go-to book, 100 Ways to Keep Your Soul Alive, by Frederick and Anne Broussat. Number 31, Act Out Your Dreams. This comes from Michael Grasso in Soulmaker. Great dreams contain inexhaustible truths and orient us like runes towards our futures. One hesitates to try to explain them. One wants to dance them, act them out in living gestures. The more we put ourselves into a great dream, the more we get back. Great dreams are wells that never dry up. Can't you just see your inner child dancing with living gestures? Don't you see dreams lure us into research and research makes our dreams, our goals come true. There's two aspects, I think, to all of this. Daydreaming. Fantasy, visualize. Remember my teacher that told us we should spend some time each day daydreaming? So 
Perhaps I should try to do exactly what I did as a child. Lie in the grass, looking up at the clouds as they go by. Share that moment with my inner child. Pondering is a little different. We think about it and reflect on it. Yes, in thinking about daydreams and pondering, we need to do this when we're thinking about the eternal. You think? This is really what meditation is about, at least I think so. Here's another quote I want to share. Play is the highest form of research. Einstein said that. And I find that playing with ideas about the eternal can make that all the more real for me. Think about it. When children play on the computer, what do they do? Well, first, they're unafraid. They just start pushing buttons and trying things. In the process, they're learning. Trial and error works for them, and they're not afraid of errors. What is it that holds us back? Fear. It occurs to me the lot of, that a lot of life is like that. We must try things. Even in our search for the eternal, we can, we must try different approaches. Like the muse, for example, or different essential oils. So far, my favorite one is Bagamon. But you'll never know until you try. Now, here's an article I found on a site made with lemons. And I'm quite certain I've noticed that site before. You might want to check it out for yourself. The article I found is 22 Ways to Connect with Your Inner Child. I'll share a few. You can read the rest for yourself or come up with some of your own. Get messy. Have you ever taken a child to a park right after the rain? The first thing they go for is the mud puddles. And they're especially enjoyed if they contain actual mud. Number two, treat yourself to something ridiculous. You know, something only a child would do. Find a swing and just swing. Buy a stuffed animal. I just did that recently. I got this little, you know, T.Y. mouse. Cutest thing ever. He now has joined some of the other things I talked about on my desk. Number six, write a letter to yourself, you know, about something you did as a child, like going to summer camp. Well, preferably if it was a positive experience. Or write about watching the fireworks on the 4th of July. Since I grew up on the North Oregon coast, and in a time when there weren't quite so many restrictions, we would go down on the beach, build a campfire, roast marshmallows and wieners until it was time for the show, and then lie back on a blanket on the sand and look up at those fireworks as they went off, one after another. So much color. Eleven, try arts and craft, like my mud pie place. Fourteen, dance around the house. Now, I like to make playlists on my iPhone. So, while I was working on this podcast, 
I made one for myself, just with music that one could dance to. And no, there will not be a YouTube video of me dancing. Just saying. So here's a view of my own. Google images of things you like. I do that a lot. Now, of course, you can't use those images, but there are places where, if you're like me, you can very inexpensively buy some images that you can use. Shotshop.com. S-H-O-T-S-H-O-P.com. And you can use them on Facebook or YouTube or anywhere you want. Another thing I like to do is Google images about quotes. In this case, I Googled some images with quotes about children. I'm going to share two of them. Every child is a different kind of flower. All together, they make this world a beautiful garden. The second one. Children are not things to be molded. They are people to be unfolded. That one is by Jess Lair, a self-help lecturer and writer. Probably could find her online. Children are not things to be molded, but they're people to be unfolded. As we grow, we often tend to fold up, withdraw, Fear what others might think. Let your inner child remind you how to unfold, how to fully embrace life. Another quotation from Einstein. If you want your children to be intelligent, read them fairy tales. It's all about imagination. You know, we have some children's books lying around. Maybe I'll go and read one of those fancy Nancy books. Well, let's leave it there for now. But remember, it's always time to connect with your inner child. Now is always the time. It is always now. Now.